Care isn't just a career, it's a calling. You might have heard that call, you may have even answered it. But answering the call doesn't mean you won't have questions. That's where the Care Is Calling podcast comes in. Proudly brought to you by Estia Health, Care Is Calling is here to call out those big questions, those myths and the misconceptions that surround the aged care industry today by having real conversations with Estia Health employees who are making a real difference. Alongside the Estia Health team and even some residents, we're going to uncover more about what work and life is like when a career in aged care with Estia Health comes calling. So if you're ready to answer the call to care, you're in the right place. It's a family in aged care. Take care of them at the end of their journey. To look at the person, not just as a person, but as a whole. It's a rewarding career. It makes me feel proud of what I do. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Care is Calling, brought to you by Estia Health. I'm Em Paulo, your host, and today we're asking a very valid question. Do older people really dish out good advice? From the moment we can understand the idea, we're told to respect our elders, not just because they're in positions of authority, but because they've had the life experience to know better. And if we follow that logic, surely it's our oldest people that have the most wisdom to share. And if that's the case, Estia Health workers must get to hear all kinds of amazing pearls of wisdom every day. Joining me for today's conversation is Paul, who makes a difference as a personal care attendant at Estia Health. They'll share some of the most practical and powerful tips, tidbits and truths they've heard from the older people that they care for and how residents give back to those who answer the call to care in their own special way. Hi, Paul. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Tell me, just from the start, what's your role here at Estia Health? What does it entail? I'm a personal carer. I help residents with their daily needs and care for them with their, what they need, need help with. Awesome. What kind of help do they need? Like, tell me a bit more about your responsibility in, as a personal care attendant. Hygiene, cleanliness, helping them up in the morning, showering, helping them with their meals and just keeping them company, everyday things. And in these everyday things, like how many of the residents here would you interact with each day? In my section, we have around 15 residents. So we spend time with all 15 as much as we can. Um, depending on the day, you might have another 15, 20 come in if there's group activities. I know that you've come from, you told me earlier, the supermarket industry. For my previous career. Yeah, tell lot. us a bit more about that. I was in supermarkets and other retail for 28 years and I decided to make a career change. And yeah, and there's a lot of people might be listening to this and going through yeah. that same kind of career change, so yeah. I went back to TAFE and studied for six months to get the certificate. Did you think you'd ever be back at school at that age? No, my whole family thought it was quite amusing because I wasn't the best Year 12 student. It was a lot easier than Year 12, I thought, because it's something I, I knew I wanted to do. Yeah, So great. I enjoyed it. Going back when you're late 40s to study, you think you're going to be the oldest, but there was actually a lot of older people there. Great. Who, so you felt quite comfortable. And, yeah, then I did placement at Estia for four weeks and they asked me to stay. So that I've must been have here pretty good. Yeah, I've been here for two and a half years since. So, What skill do you take from your old role into Estia Health? Like they're transferable skills. I think a lot of the time yeah. when... People are wanting to change. They don't They don't realise they bring with them skills and experience that are, are needed here in aged care. Yeah, you do bring skills across. You don't realise it, that you've got these skills, but just in retail you have to work with people, talk to people, time management, be flexible, not you're dealing with lots of different residents, so they're not going to run by a clock. 
So you have to be flexible to, some people mightn't get out of bed till nine. Some might be up at seven. So you got to be flexible with the way you treat people and be prepared to just not be too focused on tasks, but be prepared to move with what's happening. Yeah. It's like a being adaptable, yeah. being open. And again, I think sometimes when we're a bit fearful about moving into a new career, we're very like, we have to be a perfectionist and has to be this way. But I'm loving hearing from you that you're pretty open and really flexible. Yeah, you can't be a perfectionist. Nothing's perfect and nothing is the same as the day before. Everything is different every day, depending on people's moods and what happens and you treat people. Everyone has good days, everyone has bad days. So you just got to be flexible and go with what's happening. Tell me, okay, did you have grandparents in your life or older people that would give you wisdom and share their own advice with you when you were younger? Yeah, I spent a lot of time, because I grew up in the country, so I used to spend a lot of time with my grandparents, school holidays, having brothers and sisters. My parents would send one of us for a bit of peace and quiet to grandparents. (laughs) So I spent a lot of time with my grandparents. And then once my grandfather passed away, my grandmother lived with us because she had dementia. So we dealt with her for quite a while at home with her dementia. So did this impact or shape your choice to come into aged care? It probably made me aware of what I was coming into. My mother was shocked after having to deal with it that I was coming into it, but it did. It made me interested in that I could help other people. Absolutely. I like that. There is that connection there. Tell me about some stories at your time here connecting with the residents at Estia Health. Is there any, anyone that comes to mind that maybe you even think, wow, that was great advice? All the residents have their own backstories and families and we have ministers, we have ex-jockeys, ex, they've all got their own stories and if, if you spend a little bit of time to get to know them and even talk to their families, there's some quite interesting stories and it makes the day go a lot quicker. What about that then? I like hearing that. You've got jockeys, um, you've got, did you say? Uh, ex-minister. Tell us to slow it down and give us, you have got, we've got time, yeah. I'd love to hear it. We used to have a man who he was a jockey and big into the horse racing way back in the 70s and if he ever got a little bit agitated, we'd put the, the racing channel on and he'd yell out to me during the day to put a bet on <laughs> race three, number four, and I'd do that and he would then ask me later if they won and I said, oh, we come third. And he'd be, what did it pay? And I'd tell him he could tell me how much he'd won or lost. But with his dementia, he struggled to know if he'd had breakfast. But he still had that back memory. Because he loved, that he was loved his love. Horses. Yeah, great. He'd ask me where the races were and I'd say, Moe, and he goes, oh, I've been to that course. So, yeah, so you get to know the residents that way. Um, one of our ladies here, her father-in-law played for Geelong. And she said, do you remember him? I said, oh, when did he play? And it was nine, between the First and Second World War. So I didn't quite have that. Didn't quite have that moment. <laughs> didn't remember him. <laughs> But what did you say? What did I you... said, oh, no, but I'm sure he was a good player, but she could tell me about her family with football. So now every time I go in there, even though I'm a Richmond supporter, she talks to me about football and bags my team. <laughs> so you've got you, you friends. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. She, if I walk in and Richmond have lost, she goes, your team wasn't very good this week. <laughs> so I get that from her quite a lot. Sounds like the typical football. I love it. Is there, you were mentioning before like a minister? Yeah, uh, we do have a couple that were ministers. There they like to sit and they chat. They don't like it when some of the other residents swear. <laughs> One of them, his wife comes in a lot and she'll ask me about my family and so you get to know them quite well. I guess what I love about hearing about this, it's really diverse. Yeah. They're very different types of people 
and the great stories that go with it. You've met a lot of different people. So something that I hear uh, older people say a lot is, I'd wish I'd known this when I was younger or I wish I hadn't spent so much time doing this or that. Have any of the residents you've spent time with shared anything like that? A lot of them are just enjoy yourself while you're young. So you, you sort of realise that you have to enjoy it while you can. That's your life lesson from yeah. working here? Yep, to enjoy stuff while you can. Can you tell me what is it about Estia Health, your job, that makes it possible to form those connections? The support from the nurses and everyone that we work with. We work as a team, not individuals. It's good to talk about what's happening because you don't want to take it all on yourself. And the staff are really good. We all talk and communicate and work as a team. Because you really foster that environment yeah. of openness and con- connection, communication. And we all know what each other's going through with the residents. It's not always happiness, like the people pass away and that. So you have to comfort each other and talk and, yeah, you get through things as a team. Yeah, brilliant. And I love that because it sounds like such an authentic space to be in. Yeah. No wonder you wanted some change here in your life. It was worth it. Yeah, it, you go home and you feel like you've actually helped someone. Well, it was at supermarkets. You went home and talked about what our sales were for the day and how much money we made and stuff like that. But you can actually, especially because in dementia, people can't do a lot of stuff for themselves, so you're helping them to have a fulfilment in their life. Yeah, great. I really love hearing you say that. I really do. Tell me, what about the families and the friends of the residents? You get to know the families who come in all the time. We had one resident who passed away a year ago and his family still brought in a gift basket for us all on his birthday so we could celebrate it like she would have. So that was one that really stands out. We had a man who was Scottish and he used to sing in the hallways all the time. We asked his sister if he could sing and she goes, he's never sang at home in his life. But she was happy to know that he was doing that. And and, and you never stop learning about no. each other. We've got some that go back to their original language and it's quite into it. When their families come in, they've got to nearly um, translate for us what they're talking about. So you hear some interesting stories. Yeah, it makes me think about I'm Polynesian, Aussie, and I think about the other half of me is Anglo-Saxon, that when I walk through Estia Health, I can see such diverse multicultural backgrounds. What's that been like for you, seeing different residents from... Yeah, it's um, growing up in a very white Anglo-Saxon area in the country. Dealing with different nationalities has been quite an eye-opener. It's for staff and residents. We've got a very diverse group here. No issues, everyone gets on pretty well. Yeah, it's quite enjoyable. I had my daughter do a work experience here for a while. So that was, she went home, opened her eyes up um, on working with different people and the age of people because her grandparents were in their 70s, so she didn't, it was a bit different dealing with people in their 90s. So it was a good experience for her and I think made her grow up a lot. She was only 15, so, yeah. Puts it into context and yeah. perspective. Yeah. I can really see how you have that opportunity as an SDA health worker. How do you guys stay motivated and connected to each other during these times as well? You always chat, have a bit of a laugh about some things got to have a bit of a sense of humour. The staff get on really well. They spend a lot of time together talking so you know each other's family histories and you ask how their kids are going or what's happening and, yeah, you sort of become reasonably close. 
there's one resident, every time I go into her section, she still asks me how my daughter is. She doesn't ask how I am, but she always asks how my daughter is because <laughs> she used to take her for walks up and down to the library and help her pick out books. It's only a simple thing, but they remember the simple things you help them with. Well, it's an act of kindness, isn't yeah. it? In your time here, what other acts of kindness or care have you seen? For a lot of the residents, it's simple things. You might tell them what the footy scores are or the cricket scores. So you don't have to do big acts of kindness. It's just all the little things add up. What about resident to resident? We've talked for you as a colleague to colleagues of how you stay motivated and we've even talked about how you've been with the residents. What about residents to residents? Is there any stories that stick out to you? Yeah, the residents get to know each other and they ask about each other. Now, if one hasn't come out of their room for a couple of days, they're quite concerned and they'll ask and they'll have their spots. They like to sit with each other and they have chats and they know each other's family when they come in. So the residents become quite friendly with each other and comfortable with each other. I love that. I'm just seeing the visual of it as you're explaining it around the home. Tell me, um, do you have any advice for people who are starting out? We've talked a little bit more of people switching career, but... What about with someone starting out in aged care? Be very open-minded, be caring, and got to be there to look after the people. Be prepared for everything. It's not going to run perfect every day. You might have to do things you're not 100% comfortable with, but you get used to stuff over time. It's just things you got to do and things that you just love doing. Can you tell us how you manage the different types of roles? When you first start, there was um, things that you were quite nervous about doing and it could be a bit confronting. I was nervous about showering someone for the first time, whether they'd be comfortable with me showering them. But once you do it a few times, you get quite comfortable and it's just another part of the job. If you make the resident comfortable, you're comfortable. It's just another another task we perform. And it's after a while, it just, just flows. You're just ready to go on with that. And how do you balance it out? Like what are the things that are most meaningful for you? We've got a resident who loves to watch piano playing on YouTube. So I go up to his room and I get his TV working because he struggles with the YouTube and we find he loves this. There's a classical piano player and we've got it written under his TV now so we know the name and he sits there for hours and he just loves the piano playing. Just even listening to the tinkering of the piano keys. Yeah, he, he really enjoys it. He happily sits in his chair in the sun and listens to the piano playing. It's easy for us, but some people in their 80s will struggle with computers. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm 41 and I struggle. <laughs> why do you care? You know, like at this point in your life, maybe is your last question, why do you care? It's like helping people, I guess. You get to a stage, you do stuff for yourself when you're younger a lot, like you're career motivated, you want to get up the ladder. When I was in working in supermarkets, you get to a point. And then because I've got teenagers now having kids, you're a lot more doing stuff for them, you're always running them around, whether it's sport or whatever, and you just become less self-centred and helping others. My father was always in the Lions Club. He was always in social clubs, always volunteered for stuff, so you just you do it. You're awesome, Paul. I think as a personal care attendant, you don't always get to hear about the day-to-day, let alone the tasks that, and responsibilities you have, but you really, I think, gave us incredible insight into this role at SDA Health. And thank you so much. It's so lovely to have a chat about those great stories and advice you've heard at your time at SDA Health. And I think there's definitely some merit in the idea that older people really do dish out great advice. Yeah, they do. You just got to listen. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Carrie's Calling for another week. 
brought to you by Estia Health. Before we get out of here and give the world a little extra care, we would love for you to hit subscribe and leave us a review. That way, more people can find us and listen and maybe get a little help answering their own care calling. If you'd like to answer your own care calling, head to sdhealth.com.au forward slash careers to see which positions are available for your next career move. We'll also recommend signing up to the SD Health job mail subscription at the link in this episode's description so you can be the first to know when any new opportunities to care come calling. We'll see you next time. And until then, remember to take care, show care and share in everything that's special about care. Estia Health and the production team would like to acknowledge and thank the Boonarong and Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the Bidigal, the Birubirigal and the Gadigal people of the Inora Nation upon whose land this podcast series was produced. We pay respects to their elders and recognise that sovereignty was never ceded.